Hi and welcome to Healthy Life Hacks. I'm Jennifer Jeffries, the present day wise woman, a realistic naturopath coming to you from the surfing beaches of Australia. This podcast is for those of you who are wanting to really rock your life and health and live from a place of prevention. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to this week's podcast. I'm super excited that the guest I have on here today has been and in such an important part of my life for the last well, 12, 13 years, he has challenged me more than anyone on this planet in good ways and uncomfortable ways, but always leading to the good. He is a crazy Canadian. He is a pinnacle leader. He has travelled and lived in over 100 odd countries in this world. He, If I think of someone who I want to be when I grow up, it's this bloke. We are the same age. Well, no, I think I'm like four or five months older than you, but he he's, that's it. I think this is the guy version of me. And I love all that this man brings to the world. He has helped me grow into someone who's uh, been able to find my range, which we're going to talk about today, but also to be able to help find me. That's huge. And I, I had a kick-ass life before I met this bloke. Well, I have something just that bigger than I ever dreamt of. He has he's a, he's trained millions of people around the world. So much mindset stuff. Just I, I can't rattle off all of his stuff, but I will promise that I'll, in the show notes I'll put a link to everything you want to follow this guy in every way that you can. I love that he's recently started mastering reels like me, and that he's just so open to learning and being present on this planet. Please help me welcome, or I have the pleasure of introducing. A beautiful soul in my world, Mr. David T.S. Wood. And it's weird. I don't call many people Miss, but Miss Wood, for me, you are Mr. David T.S. Wood. That's funny. As always, it's always great to chat. And, you know, I was actually planning on coming down to your place. Today. I know. I happen to be in Australia, but I'm like three hours away right now. And, but, you know, at least we get to hang out here and and have a, a real deep chat. And then next time I'm in town, I'm going to be down there surfing with you. So that will be fun. Thank you. So we were talking about what to talk about because you have impacted so many areas of my life. Uh, you know, financially, by me, you helping me grow has helped me grow my businesses. You, with my relationships are worlds apart to what they used to be. Uh, but a big part of it is me. You have helped me on so many levels learn to be unapologetically me so so many people nowadays they just see the end result of what you've been kicking my ass to do for the last more than a decade which is this you know psychedelic hippie dyke unicorn glitter wearing me unapologetic (laughs) unapologetically kick-ass human on the planet yeah, and you helped me. But comfortable, so you know, Jen. It's really interesting. Is even how you speak today. You know, there's this, there's this ease with it all. That, whereas mm. I think in the early days, it was a lot of force, right? And it was kind of like, you know, it was, it was, it was as if you were, you were be, you were like consciously being something. Where now I think it's, it's just you, and it's so beautiful, and it can be crazy in one moment, and it can be deep and and intimate and introspective and sensual and so that 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 whole tapestry now just feels in alignment versus you know that one thing or the other because i think in the old days do you remember you were kind of either a crazy 10 out of 10 ah! 
Oh, oh you were like, you know, you, you were the monks. Well, I was the recluse. I didn't want to play with anyone. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. And the, you saying that just makes me remember when I was a uh, 17, 18-year-old in the army and, and freshly coming out and literally trying to work out who I was, I remember a girl, Wanda Body was her name, and I found her on Facebook only a few years ago and reconnected. But she said to me one day, Jen, you behave the way you think people think you should behave being an out dyke and I kind of went eh, and reflecting so many years ago that's 40 odd years ago she was right I I was working out who I was where nowadays I'm really comfortable in in our skin but I had such a big growth point which I'd love us to to start into was when I was on your island your private island in Belize as people have that's a very grand what we say <laughs> Well, I mean, it is grand. I mean, uh, well, I, it I, is. I, I, kill, I, I always want to have an island so I can tell everyone to get lost and have my own set of rules. And but yeah, it's a magical place, right? Thatch Key. Thatch Key in Belize. You got to check it out, and it's an eco island, guys. It is seriously cool. Um, so I want to talk about that. Maybe how about you just give us a snapshot of even what took you? Because I have not told your story. Do you want to give me the guts of your story that you want to share? as to how you got to become from, you know, the darts-playing guy in England through to owning your own yeah, product. I'll do, I'll do the elevator version because I know that yeah, it's yeah. quite short. Um, you know, grew up in, and by Western standards, in real poverty in a condemned building in the East End of London. Um, and, you know, I, I hate it. Well, I, I use the word hate now only in here. I, it's one of my least favorite words, but I, yeah, I hated everything. I hated school. I hated my parents. They separated. Um, and, you know, I left school at 15. Um, again, I just couldn't cope with it. I mm. uh, started dabbling in business. I was a window cleaner, a chimney sweep, you know, and I was like all of a twist, right? And just sort of hustle, hustle, hustle. And the radical thing that changed my life, Jen, was, and I didn't know the importance of that because everyone I knew were, were broke. They mm. were getting high or they were getting drunk. And I left on a six-day trip, which turned into 10 and a half years of backpacking around the world, 42 countries. And so I was out of this environment. And I was I was learning in all these new environments, 42 countries, 42 cultures. And I, I now I found my way to Canada. I managed to, I was illegal in Canada for three years, managed to 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 bring all of that sort of, you know, that 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 the, the passion from travel and, and all of these different experiences. And I started dabbling in business in Canada. I threw, I grew multiple large companies uh, and became very wealthy financially. So it's kind of like from a rags to riches kind of a story with all of this, you know, travel and experiences and sailing across the Atlantic. So it's kind of a bit like that. I hope that's kind of fast enough for you. But yeah, that's cool. And then you went and bought an island in Belize. <laughs> Belize is the Caribbean, isn't it? The bottom of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, for those yeah. of you who don't know it, I know it takes 44 hours to fly there from Australia. I've done and, it. How many Aussies flew in for that one event? I, I did an event there. I think there were like half of the group. Uh, half, yeah, group. half of us were. It was like half a dozen of us or something. It was uh, 10 or something. It was, yeah, that was a stress, a long way to go. But anyway, so at this event, and this is something I love about David, so often. What my observation is, you help people move without them noticing that they've moved. But in that case, and I'd been I'd been with you for a couple of years, you know, uh, through some programs by then, and I had been, you know, doing some cool stuff. And we are, I'll remember it. I've told this story so many times, including to the people involved. And uh, 
that I share the story, they know. So we arrive on this island, 44 hours to get there. We met with a, you know, I'm, I was not drinking, so I haven't, you know, like a virgin pina colada or something. And it was like, okay, cool, meet in the Palapa, the big house, in the middle of the island to start. And we're, and we're sitting there and it's just, it was only, what, 12 of us or something? It was a small class. And it was like a no, leech. It was, actually, it was actually 30. Was it 30? Gosh, 30, I remember. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it was like it was like a leadership retreat for a week. And we're sitting there and you know me pretty well by then. You probably you knew me way more than I thought. And we're sitting there and I remember I, you said something, you were on the stage just getting ready to get started. You said something and I went, Oh, piss off, David. And then behind me I heard this <laughs> I went, fucking what? <laughs> and then I heard this <laughs> and I thought, shit, someone's gonna die. And turned around and there was someone a woman sitting behind me who was a Mormon and I had just crossed every line possible. I was the loud, eh, in your face, totally. Yeah, it wasn't just, it was, she wasn't just saying piss off either. She was using. No, I, I know. I said fuck for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I say fuck on my podcast, David. It's okay. So, yeah. but I, I did. And I, it was so big and your answer. And then you baited me and I, of course, went further. Thank you for that. That's part of what you do. And the end result was the, one of the biggest growing instances of my life so prior to that I had been the loud in your face everyone it's just me just deal with it kind of chick or the recluse where I just don't play with anyone and I had no middle ground because I thought middle ground meant boring mediocre and I wouldn't touch it so I was just extreme kind and angry and stuff let's give context to that for a second so if we if we look at a range like zero to ten in every area we have sexual range we have financial range we have you know emotional range so if, if Jen was a 10, which was that, you know, loud and, you know, and and, and just showing up and, and unapologetic and maybe, um, you know, but sort of in your face confrontation, call it yeah. more forceful yes. or inclusive, hiding, not showing up, you know, behind closed doors. And then, of course, we've got my Mormon friend who was also she she was her range let's say a uh, religious range was yeah. she was the 10 over here where mm. everything jen was doing i was pushed every like, button she had <laughs> pushed every button she had so she's jen's a 10 kind of like Rah! and this other person's a 10 in her spirituality and then these two titans mix so i was baiting them because together they both found a middle range where you know uh she found more tolerance and more understanding and Jen was able to sort of soften and listen and 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 right so it was a really beautiful uh, <laughs> right it was but you bloody tied us together for like two days you made us do everything I made, I made them partners so that they had to keep pushing each other's buttons and finding finding and by the way it's funny because I know you both so well and it's yeah. that, that was one of those catalyst moments right it was and we became like beautiful 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 friends out of it and uh, and she's an amazing soul on this planet, and my life's enriched for it. But fuck, I hated you at that moment. <laughs> but, but that's you know you have the beauty of doing those things. So let's talk into that range, Dave, because you're right; it shows up in everything. It shows up in money, relationships, work, careers, everything we do. Yeah, and what I think what I've noticed, I've trained over a million people, Jan, is that people find a comfort level maybe from a four to a six, let's say. And we we can encompass range. We can. We could say, hey, you do anything, say you do everything. But what I'm saying is that people, uh, because they want to fit in, 
and they're terrified, not everyone, but most people are terrified of what other people think of them and what other people are thinking about them, that they'll just sort of find a little window, maybe a four, maybe a three to five, four to six type of thing. And that's where they stay and yep. terrified to go and explore the depth of, you know, intimacy or the depth of emotion or the depth of truth. Or the, I mean, I could go into every single realm. Or you know, to go to a 10, to go to that extreme where, you know, and again, if we talk, I'll, talk, I'll use sexual as an example because it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. You know, so I'm from tantric, which is about breath and intimacy and, and, and you know, and not chasing an orgasm. It, it's really about being present with another person and discovering yeah. something. So, and then you've got, you know, the erotic side, you know, with bondage and, and, and extreme, you know, that. And that's all that's we, we can all be comfortable in the whole range. But however, a lot of people in their sexual life, they'll find, you know, they'll learn something when they're young and they'll be yeah. from a three to four. And that's what they do for their whole life. Right. Yes. Agree. And then that shows up in, you know, if we're not exploring, from my experience, if we're not exploring our range in one area, it means, you know, we can be restricted in other areas too. So, yeah, it's interesting. And in the end, we start to believe the story we're selling ourselves. Yes. We actually think this is who we are, right? I know on that island, if we come back to later on, I mean, Jen would not be seen in a dress, but the oh, last you- you said I said to you, don't tell the dress story, David. <laughs> We're exploring a range that so we got. Yeah, to go. yeah, yeah. Okay, I did. Dress, she's got makeup on, and everyone's in love with her, and she's she's softened, and she's got tears. So that hard kind of, you know, the the army kind of fighting the world had surrendered to this, and she didn't. She was She knew she wouldn't live in a dress. And she didn't want to be in a dress, but she was okay to be in that dress for that moment of time and discover and feel something that she hadn't allowed herself to yeah. feel. Right. And remember when you came out, I've got to say this, you came out at a time in history where it wasn't cool to be gay. So you no, have I to- got kicked out of the army for being gay. It was right. really so not cool. My brother was, you know, my brother would be just a little bit older than you, and he had to hide. He, he actually married someone because mm. being gay in England meant it was almost like a death sentence, right? So yeah, in those days it was. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge what's what's possible. So, you know, part of what I, I said that you help people do is you, I see that you're a master at helping people shift. It's like you don't realize you've shifted till you shifted. And you just, and trust me, when, pe- when people who are listening, if you ever get a chance to meet Dave, that uh, it's not that he's going to go and make you hang around with someone that you're not, that uncomfortable with. But how cool in life that I was able to step into someone with had such deep faith in a different way. And I, um, just understanding her faith was, you know, something, and I'm the hippie Hindu versus, you know, the devout um, Mormon. I, I got so much out of what her spirituality is to her. It was so good. I mean, you bring up something interesting there as a point, which I think could be a whole book, to be honest, mm. is how, you know, black and white thinking. And mm. I think one of the reasons I, and, and, and I'm saying this, and it may sound conceited, but I live such a beautiful life and everything's so easy um, and it flows so e- easily because I don't have black and white thinking. I don't, you know, when someone comes up to me and they have a polarizing point of view, I'm okay that they do. Mm. I don't need to change them and it doesn't need to change me either. I can just be in a conversation with people or be in situations where, you know, I don't have to have an answer 
I can be in the question and live in the question without the answer. And it allows me to discover, like you did with her, is to surrender to a conversation of understanding that opens up all these new doors without you having to say, well, this is right and that's wrong. Yeah. And I think most people live in black and white. And, and what I learned, and I think what happened, Jen, when I left England, I backpacked for 10 and a half years and I left only for six days. So I didn't have a big plan to travel. But everything I thought was true and every idea I had as a young man, I'd only learned from the people in my little tiny poverty stricken area of the world. And so what I thought about French people or the Swiss or what I think or thought about the world or Arabs or whatever, it was all just been told to me. And I had all of these preconceived ideas. And when I went out into the world and actually discovered it now 110 countries, I realized that everything I knew was 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 wrong it was an assumption and yet when i went into these cultures i was able to listen and learn and open and, and again through this this exploration of range because you know you if you want to live in the world like that if you want to live in in, in deeper understanding then allowing yourself to move through the range with people mm. really allows you to understand people on a whole other level right yeah, it does. And part of what you've also taught me, and I've, I've actually done podcasts on on it and reels and things over time, is that no matter what I do, 50% of people will love me and 50% of people will never love me, no matter what I do. That was so liberating, David. And then yeah, so I, do, I, I don't I, hold my life back for other people. I, I, and we know it's not 50%, but it's just a good, I, I started doing this years and years and years ago where I said I go on the 50% rule, half the people yeah. I meet won't like me. Then I don't struggle when I meet someone who doesn't like me. And if you're going to show up, this is the challenge. When you show up authentically and you're yourself, a lot of people who are hiding or wearing masks or if they're, if they're stuck in the three to four and you're you're flowing between a two and an eight or a one and a ten, mm. then you're going to piss people off just by your very nature because your liberation, this freedom that you live under will yeah. actually trigger them and you're going to find people don't like you. And if you get caught up on that. And and but the the, the 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 here's the secret though, Jen. It's not that you you know you, you go on the understanding that they don't like you, but you don't have to dislike them because no. they like you. So the freedom is, oh yeah, you're one of those. That's awesome. Oh, and when you're to be here, right? So you yeah. don't get into that sort of being triggered to be, you know, upset with them because they're upset with you, right? Absolutely. It's that was liberating for me. And I and definitely in my younger years, and whether it's a younger thing or not, although I I remember in my younger years just saying, well, this is just me kind of fucking get used to it. So I was I was caring about but trying to show that I wasn't caring about the fact that they didn't like me. Where now I'm just I'm just me. There, there's nothing you've taught me so well how to get the mask off and if I'm arranged. So thank you. You've given me a richer life. Oh. <laughs> and we're gonna put you in the dress again. Watch it. Shut up. Stop it. <laughs> you are. I actually give this man, I give this man uh credit for being the person who taught me how to cry. So as a child when I was growing up, the more we cried, the more we were beaten. And I never cried for dad, cried thinking about it. I never cried for decades. And David helped me uh, feel safe. So you do it every fucking time, mate. But this is the range. This, but this is the range we're talking about. This <laughs> example is that, but so again, I, and I know it's so hard because range is such a big, vast subject, but that, that uh, being able, being comfortable 
with our emotions and showing that is one, you know, let's say that's in the ones and the twos, right? And yeah. being a ferocious warrior that stands up for a friend, you know, and 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 will fight with every ounce of the body is let's say that's the other end of that emotional range. And we want to be as comfortable in that softness as we are in that ferocity, right? Without the anger. I think ferociousness without anger is is really yes. the right. So yeah. were you about to cry? See, I, I let you off the hook. I distracted you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Don't distract me. I allowed it. I did it. It's finished. Thank you. But that that's been a precious thing for me. That's been that I was able to feel relation feel emotions and that's made such a different thing. Uh such a difference to my you know, my relationships in life to be able well, to. Well, I look at the primary one with Alice, you know, and I just watch the love that you openly share together and that intimacy that you share, you know, even every time you're online, you know, when you stand together and you look at each other's eyes and, hey, Miss Alice, you know, hey, Miss, <laughs> you, know, you know, and there's that beautiful softness and 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 that that vulnerability that you're you're not talking about, you're demonstrating and people are witnessing by watching and that's the beauty of living in range is that you don't have to talk about range you inspire people when people see your courage it's like the first person out on the dance floor you know mm -hmm. you're at wedding and I, when i go to weddings my goal is to dance with every single human being man and woman at the wedding old and young and people who've never danced i'll go and dance at the table with them and that's what i do that's my thing right but yeah. what, you're, what you're witnessing on the dance floor is that until that one person goes out everyone yeah to but no one's willing to go first right and that's the beauty right so if you're going to live in range you got to have the courage to actually go first as well right so yeah well that's the other you that's another thing you've taught me that everyone's waiting for someone else to go first so we were at a gig on the weekend we had like four days there together and there was a, a function the fancy dress up night on the saturday night and yeah it's it's just a dumb thing i just get on and dance and i grabbed a chick who i didn't know and she said she'd never dance. So I was dancing and spinning around and doing my version of what I think dancing is. And um, and she said, thank you. And there was no one else there yet, <laughs> you know, dancing. And she thanked me. She said she'd, she'd never danced like that. And I didn't know who she was. She was just a chick standing on her own. I went, come on, let's dance. And yeah. it was great. We both had a really cool time with it. So there's there's so much possible. There's By the way, you look beautiful. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yes, you were there. Um. I'm going to cut this off right now because I want to make a part two because I'm known for short bites within my podcasts. Sure, sure. So I'm just going to take a breather. Guys, check into the next episode where I'm going to I'm going to continue with Mr. David T.S. Wood. But I hope you've enjoyed this touch on our range. And go to the show notes too because I'm going to put links on how to follow David and everything he does. I recommend that to the max. I want to thank you for being here today. If you enjoyed my podcast, please let me know by leaving a review on Apple Podcast. Every month, I draw one lucky person who leaves a review on Apple Podcast to have a free one-hour consultation with me. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're tuning in from so that you always catch the next episode. And if you would like to receive a free copy of my Feed Your Body ebook, simply click the link in the comments below. Join my newsletter and we will get that free ebook sent to you. I welcome your emails and you can write to me at podcast at healthylifehacks.com.au. Until next time, remember when it comes to life, live it, love it, and get on with it.